Hey, this is the Rock and Podcasting Charles McFall from Breaking the Panel and the Giant Size Team Up Network.com. You're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft with Run Jump Stomp. And welcome, Bill, to being a member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. We're proud to have you. Hello, Luke. Hey, listen. On episode 396 of Switchcraft, my thoughts. On Tetris 99 version 2.0, a better way to get food in Breath of the Wild. Nintendo reinvents the shake weight, of all things, plus a mountain of feedback. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Leo from San Francisco, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. You can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, although I just remembered most of the time on Saturdays I record this over at my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, and I'm just, I'm getting over the con crud, I'm getting over being sick, and I, I just plain forgot to switch OBS over to stream on YouTube, so here we are on Twitch today. That's Okay. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Andrew W. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you want to leave a voicemail like you heard at the top of the show, you can do that by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device. And I might even play it on the show. Before we get to the news... Uh, first off, there's about two hours left of uh, time, actually about an hour and a half left in order to join this giveaway for a $10 eShop gift card. So if you are watching this live and you are a Twitch subscriber, a patron, or a YouTube member, it's super easy for you to join this giveaway. Just make sure that you head on over to runjumpstomp.com giveaways for all our giveaway or giveaways. It's one or the other. I can't remember for all of the details on how to do that. And then in our supporters channel on our Discord, which is runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, all you have to do is click on this little uh, bell thing. Currently, there's only 39 people who have uh, signed up for the giveaway. And in about an hour and a half, that's going to be all gone. If you missed it, don't worry. If you're listening to this after the fact, there's going to be another giveaway next Saturday. So make sure that you head on over to, again, runjumpstomp.com slash giveaway. I just uh, went to the website to check. It's slash giveaway, not not pluralized. And you can find out all of the details for how to sign up. Uh, anyway, let's get started. And I want to I talk first about a little game that, uh, you know, honestly, I think is one of the one of the best parts of Nintendo uh, Switch Online. And if you just heard me talking twice in the background, it's because I hit the wrong button. Uh, but one of the best parts of Nintendo Switch on- Online is a game called Tetris 99, which you get for free by having access to Nintendo Switch Online. It costs you 20 bucks a year, and it's absolutely worth it, in my opinion. I do think that they could improve the online service, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But Tetris 99 is a fantastic game, and they completely have changed how this game plays. 
with that rec- most recent direct, and I want to talk about that. I spent some time this morning playing Tetris 99, and I love how they've changed it. So what did they do to make it different than it used to be? Let me explain. The thing that they did that has improved Tetris 99 so very much is the Invictus mode. They made the Invictus mode, and in order to be, be in order to play in Invictus mode, you have to have already won a match in Tetris 99, which I will be the first to admit is incredibly difficult, and I've never done. The closest I've ever come is second place instead of first place. It's really, really hard. So now that we have that Invictus mode, a lot of the people who are really, really good they're overplaying against their peers. They're playing against people who are awesome at the game, and the filthy casuals like me can play on our own. I talked about this last episode. However, there's another thing that they did which has really made this game even more um, palatable to me. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. I love Tetris 99, but for me, I really only play it during those special events to unlock new... Um, new themes. So if you haven't played Tetris 99, every once in a while they will have a special event. Usually it's like a crossover with some other game like Splatoon or Fire Emblem. So far those are the ones that they've done. Uh, or they they had a, a special event that unlocked the theme from the original Game Boy back in the day. So you, you, play, um, you play on a weekend and you try and earn points and then if you earn 100 points you unlock that theme. And that's really cool, but sometimes people don't have time to play during that weekend, and they still want to be able to unlock these themes. So how can you do that? Well, the change that they made is fantastic and very exciting to me. Uh, what they did is they they give you daily quests now. So if you log into Tetris 99, you'll have four daily quests, and if you complete these quests, and uh, and the, you'll earn tickets. Now, what are the quests like? It might be earn two KOs in an online match or, and you have to do that twice in order to complete that quest. Uh, Or I have one where I have to earn five KOs in an online match five times, which is, that's pretty tough, but that's going to earn me a ticket as well. There's another one where I can go uh, play against the CPU and get 10 KOs in a single match, which is actually pretty easy. And then there's there was another quest that I did this morning. I can't remember what it was. I think it was get two T-spins in a single match, uh, either online or offline. But basically, they give you these quests, which are these little little small goals that you have in order to get you to play for a little while, and they, they earn you these tickets. And then you can take those tickets and spend them on uh, unlocking themes for, uh, for your uh, playtime in Tetris 99. Right now, I've got my eye on a Zelda theme. It looks really cool. It um, uh, it costs 15 tickets, and I'm sitting at 14, so I just have to complete one more quest, and I'll probably be able to do that tomorrow. And I have to be honest, this is going to keep me coming back to Tetris 99 far more often than those special events do because those special events are timed, and I don't always have time to do that, but I can always sit down and work away at it like I log in tomorrow and oh there's a quest that I can do I can accomplish it in a, in a few minutes so I go do that and then I unlock this uh, the tickets that I could spend I think that it's a fantastic change and I really like the way that they're a lot that they are 
continuing to put development behind this game. Uh, they also let you customize your icon, which I don't really get why anybody cares about that because I don't think you can see it when you're playing. So it doesn't really jump out to me as something that anybody would care about, but it's something that you can do and it's one more thing for you to uh, to work towards. But I think the, the 2.0 update for Tetris 99 is probably one of the sleeper hits of the direct it's really cool that they did it and uh i'm i'm excited to play more of it all right let's talk about breath of the wild you guys all know this you know that breath of the wild is one of my favorite games of all time but what you might not know and what i certainly didn't know is that you have been uh we've been we've been going out going about getting food in this game the wrong way like big time the wrong way uh, usually what I would do is I would go and find a bunch of stuff like uh, durians, hardy durians, uh, off the trees and stuff, and then I would cook those up. But uh, if you ever need food in Breath of the Wild and you want to heal your character, fish is the way to go. And why is it the way to go? Well, let me show you why it's the way to go. If you're watching this on the YouTube uh, channel, uh, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, then you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. But I'll describe what I'm looking at here. Uh, it's got Link uh, standing on an ice block out in the water. And he's standing on the ice block and whistling. And as he does, all of the fish swim away from him like you're scaring the fish away. And they basically beach themselves on the shore. And then he runs across the beach and collects all of the fish that he's scared out of jumping out of the water. It's it's an insanely fast way to get a whole bunch of food uh, for your, uh, you know, to, to help heal with, because we all know that, that, uh, Link has an eating, eating problem and he eats lots and lots and lots of food in order to heal himself. I think that this is, it, it, what amazes me most about this is that there's, there always seems to be something in breath of the wild, this game that came out March 3rd, 2017. Yeah. 2017, uh, about two and a half years ago, there always seems to be something in this game that we just haven't figured out yet. And, you know, they somebody figures it out and they show everybody and we're like, huh, who would have thought that somehow we would find new stuff about this? And that was sent in by Murray, emailed that to me. So thanks, Murray, for uh, sending me that that little YouTube video. It's so weird that that that, that works. And uh, hopefully it, it works in Breath of the Wild too when that comes out. Uh, although... I almost wish that that nobody had discovered this until Breath of the Wild 2 does come out because it makes me think that maybe Nintendo will see that and they'll say, maybe we need to make sure that that doesn't happen because that's almost game-breaking because uh, you can get so much food and then just power through it in order to heal up. Anyway, uh, I, I think it's an, a cool story, but this next story is incredibly oh my god ivan rodriguez in chat just called it bass of the wild which is great i love it i love it ivan that's hilarious um this next story is something that only nintendo could get away with and obviously i can't spend too much time talking about it because uh we we don't know much about it and we're going to find out more about this on the 12th but here's this weird plastic ring it's a flexible plastic ring and a little strap to strap a joy-con to your leg and then the red joy-con or the 
the right Joy-Con gets plugged into this plastic ring, and then you play some game on your screen in order to work out while you play a game. And, of course, this is something that Nintendo would do. It's a really... I I mean, (laughs) this video is ridiculous. They've got these people wearing, like, like their dress clothes. Like, this guy's wearing jeans. Who works out wearing jeans surrounded by a bunch of people cheering? I know that they are supposed to be turning this into some kind of game, but... This feels more like a workout simulator, and if that's the case, then you probably don't want to do this with a bunch of people in the room. You're going to smack one of them in the face with this weird plastic ring, and good God, I wouldn't want anybody to see me using one of these things because you just look so very dumb. And these actors are very brave people, but we're going to find out more about this on September 12th. I don't know what is going on there maybe it's switch fit i mean we had we fit the we fit came with a balance board uh which was kind of neat uh we ended up buying one and um i don't even know whatever happened to it 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 disappeared uh somewhere i don't know where it where it disappeared to but it's gone now we don't have it here in the house anymore which is good because i don't think i could fit it on the shelves behind me but we had the the we fit and th- you know there was some cool stuff that there's a Nintendo has fitness boxing on the Nintendo Switch, which is which is actually kind of fun. I didn't buy it, but I did try the demo, and the demo was actually pretty damn fun. But this ring thing is really weird, and uh, I gotta say, Nintendo, good on you. Always, always just keep being Nintendo because nobody else could pull that off. If if Sega, Sega, I meant to say, if Sony or Microsoft tried something like this. Every, they would have just been laughed out of there. But because Nintendo does it, we're like, oh, all right. Okay, Nintendo, you, you go ahead and be weird. Uh, before we get to the feedback, which there is a lot of feedback, I want to show you guys something that I saw right before I went live. This thing is incredibly cool. It is a Shovel Knight Gold Edition Amiibo. It looks so rad. All right, I put a link in our uh, community Discord, which, you can, again, you can find over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord if you scroll all the way down to the Now in Stock channel. Uh, way down here on the bottom in the Now in Stock channel, there is a link to this. It's also a link over at runjumpstomp.com in episode 396. But you can pre-order it now at Best Buy and GameStop. Uh, I think it looks so cool, and I don't have a Shovel Knight Amiibo. I probably won't get a Shovel Knight Amiibo. I, I think I'm done with Amiibo unless something comes out that's incredibly awesome. This, however, makes me want to buy it just because I I feel like it's going to be a rare one, and not a lot. Of, it's not a Nintendo character, first of all. Uh, it's also like a special edition, so I feel like this one is going to be pretty rare and worth a lot somewhere down the road maybe i'm wrong but i think it looks really cool anyway uh any if you are interested in that again uh runjumpstomp.com slash discord or you can just go to the website and look for episode 396 okay i've got a mountain of feedback to get through so let's uh take a break we're here from a sponsor and when we get back you guys know what's going to happen we're going to talk all about feedback here we go Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, we are back. And uh, sure enough, uh, last episode, actually before last episode, I tweeted out, that Friday's episode of Switchcraft is going to be all about my thoughts about the Nintendo Direct. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that one uh, and uh, check it out. You can hear what I think about all of the Nintendo Direct things. Uh, But Saturday, that's today, Saturday's episode is all about your thoughts about the Nintendo Direct. And I tweeted this out, and a lot of people replied with their with um, with their thoughts. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through and uh, talk about what everybody is saying about about the Nintendo Direct uh, overall. So we've got uh, Two-Tone Two-Tone Strauss on Twitter says, I got weirdly emotional. Nintendo just has a stranglehold on nostalgia, and owning a Switch is like a constant portable reminder of simpler times and better days. I'm going to assume that they that their favorite part of the Direct was probably the Super Nintendo games, which were announced. Uh, in Terry's head said, for me, Super Nintendo games would be enough to re-up my Nintendo Switch online service. So there you go. Uh, You got exactly what you wanted in Terry's head. Uh, We got those Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendo games. By the way, speaking of Super Nintendo games, I'm thinking of doing a tournament uh, with um, either F-Zero or Mario Kart, maybe time trials. Uh, Whoever gets the lowest time trial on a certain track uh, if you want input into what that uh, tournament is going to be like, uh, make sure you join the Discord and let me know what you think in the tournaments channel. I think that I might do a, t- a tournament for that, and maybe we'll do like a $5 eShop gift card for the winner or something. Uh, don't hold me to that. I have to I have to see if people are interested first. Uh, let's keep going. Smash Block Games on Twitter says, it was a solid 6 out of 10 for me. Which sounds like he's he's kind of down on it, but I think that that's okay. I think six, six out of ten is fair. I would have rated it higher. There wasn't huge surprises because we already knew who the big Smash character was. We already knew um, about the Super Nintendo games because everything had been leaked. And if honestly, if if we're looking at all of the things that got announced in the Nintendo Direct. I would say very little of it was a huge surprise. I, I guess maybe the biggest surprise of the Nintendo Direct would be probably Xenoblade Chronicles coming to the Nintendo Switch. And that's a game that people... I mean, it's pretty recent that that had come out. So I don't know that that is a huge... Like, there weren't there wasn't anything that just jumped off the screen and you were like, oh my god, I can't believe that this is happening. 
Uh, except for, I think that uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 having complete cross-play and cross-saves with the Steam version, I think that's pretty fantastic. But other than that, there just wasn't any huge surprises for the Direct. I think 6 out of 10 is probably fair, but I would have said probably 7 out of 10. Um, I mean, even the Overwatch stuff was uh, was leaked ahead of time, so kind of... It, it kind of took the wind out of everybody's sails. Uh, Fisto says, their announcement about even more Smash DLC characters after the 5th surprised me. You know, that doesn't surprise me. Smash sold really, really well. And I'm guessing that the Fighters Pass also sold really well. So they're going to keep selling those things, or making those things, as long as people keep buying them. Mikey B. Playing uh, on Twitter said, Super Nintendo will be fun with online friends. More Smash is always welcome. Devil May Cry 2 is an awful idea because it was never a good game. I gotta be honest, I never played any of the Devil May Cry games, and they just don't look like they appeal to me. Uh, He continues, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 1 instead of X baffles me, but I feel forced to buy it to encourage X to come later. I can understand how you would feel that way. I would have preferred X myself, uh, although they both control very, very similar uh, X, I feel like, is way more open, and um, it, it's a game that, you know, it's already on the Wii U. I don't know. Maybe it's easier to port uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 1 because it doesn't require, like, two screens, whereas Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles X has that two-screen requirement, which I, I think would be easy enough to fix, but there was definitely some stuff on there that required that second screen. Uh, and then Tetris 99 support is fire, and I'll buy Overwatch if y'all do. Uh, I probably won't buy Overwatch, but just because I've already bought it a couple times, but I did reach out and ask for a review copy because I would like to play it on the Switch, and I would like to be able to compare it, and I would like to be able to talk to you guys about my experience with it. But $40 for somebody who's already bought it twice is kind of a big ask. However, I do think $40 is a fair price. That's just me, though. I, I know that there's a lot of people that disagree with me on that being a fair price. Um, Spike on Twitch or Twitch on Twitter says, I kind of didn't want an SNK, SNK character in Smash. But with, like, all DLC characters, Sakurai would probably surprise me. I'm really excited for Super Kirby Clash. Other than that, nothing was really notable for notable to me. Sans and Smash, maybe. Okay. Uh, Steven, uh, at Steve HNH, by the way, he's the host of the Horseshoes and Hand Grenades podcast, which I was on two days ago. I can't remember when I was on it. I was on it recently, so make sure you check out the most recent episode of uh, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. It's got... Uh, the, the cover, there's two podcasts out there called horseshoes and hand grenades. And this one has a male and a female standing back to back with headphones on and microphones. Uh, so you can, you can figure out which one that is. But, uh, he says, all I needed to hear is that we were getting super Nintendo games and they made it happen. I'm so excited. Can't wait to dive into some of the classics, by the way, I have a question for you. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can respond down below and let me know. If you are um, listening to this podcast, you can either email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or you can tweet at me uh, at runjumpstomp. But my question is, of all of the Super Nintendo games that are on there, which is the one that you started first and why? 
for me, I started F Zero first on the on the Switch because it's got a fantastic soundtrack, and I love that music. It's so so good. Uh, so there you go. That's that's my answer, and I'm very curious as to what you guys think. So please let me know. By the way, while you're doing that, YouTube people, hit the like button and hit subscribe and click that bell. All right, let's move on. Charles Kendall. Oh, who's a patron, by the way? Charles Kendall says, as soon as they announced Overwatch at the very beginning, I was already as happy as I could get. But then an instant drop of all 20 of, of all twenty Super Nintendo games. This is the best direct ever for me. Uh, Ralph Martinez says that SNK intro for Smash Brothers reveal was amazing. Also, the Super Nintendo games are a real treat. I can't wait to play Super Nintendo games with my Super Nintendo Switch controller. Yes, uh, uh, by the way, I'm getting that controller. And uh, I'm curious if you guys are getting that those controllers. Are you buying the Super Nintendo? Actually, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm getting those controllers. Let me tell you why. I've been playing with the uh, 8-bit Doe SN30 Pro Plus controller. And this thing is my favorite controller. Is my favorite controller. There's no qualifier after that there. This is my favorite controller. Uh, when I played Tetris, I play with this one. When I play Breath of the Wild, I'd play with this one. When I play anything, I play with this controller. This is so damn comfortable. Now, it doesn't have HD rumble, and that's the only drawback for this controller for me. It's awesome. And when I was playing uh, F-Zero earlier, I was playing with the SN30 Pro Plus. Now, somebody wrote in and asked me to do a full review of it because I did a review in progress. Uh, this is my full review. It's awesome. It's 100% awesome, and you should buy one for your Nintendo Switch. Actually, you should buy one no matter what platform you, you want to play it on because you can pl- use it with uh, any platform, I believe. It's awesome. And now that I think about this, I don't know if I'm going to get those Super Nintendo controllers because that's just more controllers. And as you can see, if you're watching this, I've got a bunch of them on the wall over here. Uh, I don't know that I need more controllers in my house, especially when this one feels so much like a Super Nintendo controller. Anyway, uh, are you guys going to get those Super Nintendo controllers? If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm going to leave a poll right up here that you can click on and let me know. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Nelder72 says, it was fine, a bit too RPG heavy for me, and it just felt odd with games like Devil May Cry 2 and Deadly Premonition 1 and 2. It just didn't have the Nintendo magic. And we all already know about Luigi's Mansion, Link's Awakening, and Animal Crossing. I am happy about Super Nintendo, though. Paul Klotz, who's a good friend of mine, his uh, handle on Twitter is SoapboxGSTU, um... He says, I'm really interested to get your take on Super Kirby Clash. Free to start strikes me as really disingenuous descriptor of the free-to-play games. And I do agree. I don't like the free-to-start descriptor. Depends on the kind of game. Uh, if it if it plays like, like Mario Run did on the phone, then free-to-start is a good descriptor because you can play it and then you can unlock it if you want if uh, for, for 10 bucks. Free-to-start is a really good way to describe uh, Dragon Quest XI-S on the Nintendo Switch. You can start that game for free with the download, and then after 10 hours, if you really like the game, you can then buy it and continue your quest. That's really good free to start. 
This is really more of a Super, Super Kirby Clash is far more of a free-to-play game that really feels like it belongs on mobile. That being said, you definitely want to have buttons for a game like this, so I can understand why it's on the Switch, but it screams to me this is a mobile game that was ported or something. It has all those monetization mechanics that I really don't like where you have to buy currency in order to buy other stuff and... They even have a mechanic where you can buy currency, and if you buy currency, the tree in the middle of your... Uh, let me let me start over. The tree in the middle of your town has currency on it. You shake it, the currency falls off. It's apples, gem apples. Uh, so you, you pick up that currency that way. If you buy currency, you make that tree bigger so that more gem apples fall off. Hopefully that makes sense. So that's one way that they monetize. Then... They also monetize by having like a stamina meter so you can only play so many times before you have to stop playing. And if you want to stop playing, you can spend some of your gem apples to keep going. So I don't know how obtrusive the monetization is because I have not played very much. I played probably three boss fights, maybe four, four boss fights. One, Two of them have been online. Of the ones that I've played online, one was so incredibly slow actually you know what i i want to show this to you guys one of those was so incredibly slow that i i just i couldn't stand it it was it was insane to me how slow everything was it was because of lag this is because nintendo continues to do peer-to-peer uh servers instead of having an actual server and it is incredibly frustrating so if you're watching this on my YouTube channel right, right now, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, uh, you can see that the game is in total slowdown mode the entire time. This is not edited to be slower. This is, this is taking an insane amount of time to do anything. So right now, there's a clock in the upper right hand of the screen. It says 2 minutes and 16 seconds. And it said 2 minutes and 16 seconds until just now, 2 minutes and 15 seconds. And right now, you can see all of the fighting that's happening, and I'm going to continue talking. And finally, it just ticked over to 2 minutes and 14 seconds. So every second of the game is taking roughly, I don't know, 10 seconds. So the whole thing is really, really slow. It took me roughly 10 minutes to beat this boss, right? And then at the very end, it told us how long it took. It took me 10 minutes to beat this boss, but at the end, it told us that our clear time was 55 seconds. It took me 10 minutes to play 55 seconds of gameplay of Super Kirby Clash, and the reason is because Nintendo's netcode, or Nintendo, just come on, Nintendo, get your heads out of your rears and figure this out, because that was an awful experience for me. It was awful, and it made me not want to play anymore, so... That's just how I feel about it. Uh, last comment about the direct. Stephen Brooks says, uh, all about this for me, finally. And then they, they showed a picture of all of the Super Nintendo games that they are excited about. So uh, if you have uh, other things that you were excited about from the direct, feel free to let me know. I do have, we're already at 30 minutes, but I have, God, I have like four emails to get through. So I'm going to go fast with this. Uh, let me take a quick break. And when we come back, more feedback. play on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Are you up to the challenge? 
All right, I got an email from Fruzog in Australia. They said, I've been catching up on your podcast over the past few months while keeping up with the latest episodes, loving it so far. You just said you don't really understand how Super Kirby Clash is being monetized, so I thought I'd give a quick rundown to the game. Think of it as an extremely simplified Monster Hunter-style game. You go into battle with four Kirbys, each of which can be one of four classes. I played the hero, by the way, or the healer, by the way. Um, you go into, uh, you can choose to do this solo with AI or with other players. The paid currency is gem apples, which can be earned through completing missions or purchased for cash. Gem apples, I didn't realize that I have already covered all this because, <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter. Uh, gem apples plus several other materials are required for crafting new weapons, helmets, and consumables for each of the classes. Unlocking stages also requires apples to unlock. The game seems pretty generous at first by giving you these gem apples that the cost of equipment and unlocks goes up really quick. The game uses an energy system uh, similar to mobile games, which will limit your play unless you use gem apples to refresh. The base game is quite fun, but I can see the shine wearing off pretty quickly. Thank you very much for the clarification, Fruzog, which that's a funny name. Jason emailed as well. They said, what's up, RJS? I've been gaming ever since Super Mario Bros. on Duck Hunt and Duck Hunt, and I've never been interested in playing an RPG. Like you, I'm a teacher and was looking for a game to finish up summer. I am patiently waiting for Grid Autosport as the next game I plan on buying. Because I have finally been losing interest in Mario Maker, I decided to try the free demo on Dragon Quest. It turns out I really like it, and it makes my time on the elliptical fly by. Okay, I have tried playing games on my uh, Russian pain machine over there, my my bicycle. Uh, a friend of mine call, called his the, the Russian pain machine, and I stole that. Um, I've got my indoor bike over there, and I've tried playing games while on that, and I never really get comfortable doing it, but it might just be the games that I've tried. So I'm going to try it with Dragon Quest Eleven when that comes out. All right, he says... Uh, in fact, I did an extra hour on the elliptical this morning because I was enjoying Dragon Quest so much. I think I might plan on buying the full retail version of the game if Grid doesn't get a release date soon. Good job, Square, on a great demo. And I guess to respond to that, I will say, if you make an awesome game and you put out a great demo, you're going to sell a lot more games. So, Square, great job on that. I also got an email from Greg. He said, love the show. On episode 390... Uh, you talked about the cost of Joy-Con drift repairs in the UK. I'd had drift issues back in April. I didn't think about the warranty, and I later realized I had bought it 13 months prior, so I was out of warranty. I sent, a, sent out the Joy-Cons with a free post label and the receipt, and it was fixed for free in a week or two and returned to me. Either they were just being nice or they didn't check the receipt, or I caught the first of their new Joy-Con repair policy. Either way... I was luckier than your correspondent who was quoted 20 to 30 pounds for those in the UK. It's worth checking. There might be some leeway. Uh, thank you very much for letting me know. And yeah, if, if, if Nintendo says it's going to cost you money, just see if their supervisor will comp it for you. Because a lot of times the lower, the lower level people who talk to you on the phone, they can't really do anything. But if you talk to a supervisor, supervisors are going to do, oh, the customer's always right. That kind of thing. Uh, I got an email from John, and this is the last one. John says, hey, dude, I've been wanting to comment on Doom on Switch and how some of the game needs to be downloaded to play mostly the multiplayer aspect. I got the game almost day one, and when I put in the cart it and tried to play just story mode, 
a message came up that said needed to download content before you can play the game. All right, listen, John, I appreciate the email. You got to work on your punctuation, man, because this is really hard to read. Punctuation and spelling, and I think auto... Like, I, I get the feeling by reading this that you're typing it with your thumbs. Just proofread before you send it in, because this is really hard to read. Um, where did it go? Um, message came up that said I needed to download content before I can play the game, at which, at which I'm cool with because I like playing games online. Even recently, I was freeing up my SD card and archived some of the downloaded games from my Switch, including the 9 gigabytes from Doom. After the fact, when I went to play just the story stuff recently, the game told me the download to download the content again. It's not really important just throwing the info out there. I, I disagree. I think it is important that people know that because I was personally under the impression, and I don't have Doom on the Switch to, to verify this, but I was under the impression that in order to play the story mode, the, the single-player content, you didn't have to download anything if you had the cartridge. However, if you wanted to play multiplayer, then you had to download it. So uh, it seems like you're seeing something different, and that is important that people know that. Uh, so if there's anybody out there who has Doom, and you guys can verify whatever John is saying, uh, please let me know. All right, uh, we went a little bit over time today, and I apologize for that. I know that I try and keep it to below 30 minutes, but sometimes when I just have so much feedback that I want to get to, I can't possibly do it. So uh, thank you guys for listening. If you want to become a part of the community, join our Discord. I said the Discord a bunch of times today, so you don't need me to repeat it. If you want to watch the show live, join us over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And actually, I, I already did the, all of the ways to get a hold of me already. I do want to say something before we go. Uh, I recently, This show is now part of the Giant Size Team-Up Network, and if you want more information about the Giant Size Team-Up Network, head over to gstu.net. Uh, it's just a bunch of other podcasters that make really cool shows, and they invited me to bring Switchcraft uh, into the fold and to join that network. What does this mean for listeners? Absolutely nothing. It means at the end of the show, I'm going to say that it's part of the giant size team up network and that's it that's all i'm going to do uh it, it also might mean that i'll guest on their shows and sometimes those guys will guest on mine but it's really more of a cross promotional thing so uh this doesn't really affect anything but it just it 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 makes it doing things with other people is always easier than doing things by yourself and so now i've now i've got some other people and that makes things a little easier for me i think uh anyway if you're looking for ways to support the show, you can easily do that by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And don't forget to stop by slash shows to check out my other shows. Uh, the music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. It's awesome. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, sorry I went long. I will see you next time. Until then, see you later.